What's up, what's up, what's up, bitches? Happy motherfucking Wednesday. We're back on our normally scheduled programming. I am back. I am better than ever because we had a we had an off week last week. And you know, I had to have a come to Jesus moment with myself and say, Allie, you can either fold like a deck of cards or buck up and show up. You are that bitch. You cannot control your circumstances, but you can control how you react to said circumstances. And on, I think it was like Thursday, maybe Friday, I like snapped out of it. And I was like, you know what, Allie? You got this. You fucking got this. That you are going to make lemons out of lemonade. No, lemonade out of lemons. Fuck. You guys know what I mean with that analogy. Anywho, we had to have a come to Jesus moment with ourselves to get ourselves out of a rut. And so I was like, what perfect subject for this episode is how to get yourself out of a rut when you are just feeling mentally fucked, right? You're just feeling mentally fucked and you're like, I don't know what is got to give, but everything and everyone is out to get me and I don't know how to overcome it. So that is what this episode's about. Oh, also, if you don't know, hi, I'm Allie, host of the Be That Bitch podcast, where we talk all about being that bitch. I feel like I maybe should have did that intro a minute and a half ago, but you know me. We do what we want when we want, how we want. You feel me? You feel me. Hold on, I need a sip of water. Okay, if you're new here, we do water challenges. Anytime I drop any kind of curse word, you have to chug your water. Yes. At the end of this, you will be a hydrated bitch because what friends? A hydrated bitch is a happy bitch and we're happy bitches, right? Because we are controlling how we react to situations. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. So what is going on in my life? Like I told you guys, I was just in a, I don't know, a funk. Like, you know, when you're just like, there's a lot of shit going on and you don't know which way's up, which way's down, which way sideways. You just can't mentally get all the way there. It's like, <laughs> that's what he said. He <laughs> Y'all, I'm not kidding you guys. I love how filthy y'all's minds are. Well, uh, yesterday, what was it? Monday on Instagram, I was having uh, butternut squash and Polish kibasa. and y'all's filthy minds. I am here for it. Somebody was like, are you having, <laughs> are you having a dick themed lunch? And I'm like, <laughs> absolutely. It's a, it's a dick light, <laughs> you know, like a, a delicate, it's a, a dick lit. <laughs> Nobody wants a dicklet. Sorry, that was awful joke. But anyways, they said my butternut squash looked like a penis. So I will never unsee that. So for all you bitches that DM me that, you've ruined butternut squash for me for the rest of my life. So thank you very much. Um, but I love your filthy mind. So anyways, I where? Whoa. I feel like we just took a far left turn and I have no idea where we even started. What was going on? I had to rewind to listen back to where I was trying to get with that conversation. I started with mentally can't get all the way there. And you guys know how that veered very, very sideways. So anyways, you know, you're just like, you're mentally checked out. And that's kind of where I was. And everything that used to bring me joy was just like, it wasn't giving me anything. It wasn't giving me any kind of joy. And so I just kind of had to do like a mental gut check with myself and say, all right, Allie, you know what? Yes, there's a lot of shit in your life right now you can't control, but you can control how you react to them and the outlook you have, right? You can control the effort you put in. And at the end of the day, you can control 
your, your joy, right? Finding joy in the little things. And so everything that I was just like getting aggravated about or pissed off about, I was working really hard on finding the joy, right? Like intentionally finding the joy in all those little mundane things and, you know, trying to flip my attitude, right? And flip it flip it on its fucking head and say, you know what? I used to be annoyed by this, but we're going to not be annoyed by this. We're going to find something that brings us joy in this annoying situation. So that's pretty much what I did all last week, trying to just like fix my fucking head. And we did it. We're back. We're better than ever. We've realigned ourselves, refocused on our goals. And that's something I'm going to talk a lot about with you guys today. So anyways, that's really what's been going on in my life. It's freaking finally October, y'all, which means it's fall season is in full swing. I am here for it. Give me pumpkin spice and everything smutty, right? Also, let's talk October TBRs, right? To be read. Y'all know I love me romance, smut, all the things, dark romance. You know, we love to talk about that stuff on the podcast. And Shout out to all you bitches that have started picking up the book recommendations. Sorry, not sorry for getting you as obsessed as I am. I know so many of you guys have read the entire Miles High series because of me. Y'all know that will still forever live rent free in my mind. But let's talk spooky season Rex. So I am going for the spookiest, like darkest romance known to man my goal at the end of October is I need to pay my therapist extra because I'm going to be so fucked in the head after all this. Just kidding. Not really. But let me give you a few of the recommendations. So I did start on the 1st of October with my spooky season TBR and I read The Hell House. Um, it was a solid 8 out of 10. Like it was nothing special. Do you guys fucking hate when books spend like 70% of the book to actually get to the point? I'm like, dude what are you doing? Like this is a, so it's a, it's a contemporary ro dark romance take on the seven deadly sins, right? So each of the guys of this house, the hell house is a fraternity. Each of them got like injected when they drank this vial for initiation with a deadly sin. So like some of them have pride, others have wrath. Um, the other one has lust, right? So like each of them envy, each of them have different deadly sins. And Salem, this woman that is like at the school, she doesn't know that she's a witch, right? Like she has powers, but she doesn't know that she has them. And one of the deadly sins is like, fuck you. I don't want to get rid of this and go to purgatory. So they're trying to kill her in a whole situation. But then one of them falls in love with her. But then I don't know. It's a why choose romance. So it means like they don't have to choose one person for their happily ever after. So then I'm really confused as to which one they all go with. It's just a very confusing book. Not very recommend. It's a duet. Also, the new one, like the second one doesn't come out until... February and I wouldn't have read it if I knew that but you know sometimes we we make miss okay now let me get to one of my good recommendations and then I'll give you the whole list and then I'll put it in the show notes okay so it's a novella and if you don't know what a novella is it's just like a fucking shorter book like it's like 100 pages and it's called scream for us this is like the perfect Halloween night like read. So it follows the, this bitch named Quinn. She goes to this party, right? She's like, I'm, you know, I'm going to this party. It's a Halloween party, yada, yada, yada. Well, a dude tries to take advantage of her, right? Read your trigger warnings. There is talk about sexual assault and stuff like that. And this guy, right? It's a costume party. And this guy that's dressed up as Scream gets in there, 
fucks that dude up, right? Like totally fucks him up. And she's like, all right, you know what? I don't know what it is about this dude, but I want some, like I want him, yada, yada, yada. And so they make this deal, right? For one night only, they're going to re they're going to live out their darkest fantasies. When I tell you this book had me clenching my thighs, I was like, what? And the Sam Heck is going on. So it's it's a reverse harem and each of the guys. So it's a group of friends. So, right, there's Michael. He's in like the Michael costume. Um, there's Jason, you know, Jason like in the Jason mask. And then there's Scream. So three dude friends and then Quinn. And they just kind of go on a killing spree. She cut her wrist when she was younger because of bullies. They go and like fucking kill them. It's, it's dark and it's spicy like 80% of the book is spice and like there's group play and that's my must with reverse harems they're being group play and whoo there's group it's just it's 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 intense so um beware and read at your own risk and if you do <laughs> You're as fucked up in the head as I am. You're well. When I tell you I am a hoe for a book with trigger warnings, I am. Like, I love me a book with trigger warnings. When people run away from them, I run towards them. I collect trigger warnings like a fucking kid on Halloween going trick or treat for candy. Like, I love them. So most of the book recommendations I do are dark romance with a lot of trigger warnings. So these are no different. Okay, so let me get to the whole list. And I will put these in the show notes. So my book club and I are doing the cat and mouse duet by um, HD Carlton. So haunting Adeline and hunting Adeline. It's like a stalker romance. I'm really freaking excited. These books are thick. Like they're like 600 pages. So we'll see. Um, but from every, what everybody's telling me, it's like the perfect spooky season book. Um, the dare is a novella. It's not on Kindle unlimited, but it's a super short one and all about like uh, this guy dares this girl to be like his sex slave for the day or some shit like that. Uh, the ritual, I'm actually reading that right now. It is like a college romance where these guys are like in this like secret society and they like fucking murderers and shit. It's intense. Uh, Satan's Affair. Haven't read that one yet. Uh, Gothic Ghana, Goth, Goth, Gothic Anna, I don't fucking know how to pronounce it, um, is a gothic romance. And I have never read a gothic romance. So I'm actually really excited to read it. That's on Kindle Unlimited. Also, Carnival of Bones is a MMF, meaning male, male, female. Um, and it's on Kindle Unlimited. It is a duet. I'm not going to read that one right now because the second one's not out yet. But... A lot of people have recommended it. Um, Phantom's Thrall is a reverse harem um, take on Phantom of the Opera and then Hell House and Scream for Us. So those are my spooky season recommendations. I will put them in the show notes with authors so you guys can read them along with me for spooky season. And yeah, I think that's all I've got for you guys. So now let's get into uh, the personal development, right? Let's talk about being that bitch that gets out of that rut. All right, all right, all right, y'all, we are back. Now, I think we are all, like, we've all been there, right? We've all been in a rut before if it's in a relationship, if it's in our fitness journey, if it's in our nutrition, if it's in our just life in fucking general. We have been in a rut. And I think especially 
going into the holidays, the end of the season, right? Like it's getting colder, our like bitch voice is louder in our head and it's easier to find ourselves in a rut. And so just know that they're normal and every, nothing's wrong with you. Everybody goes through them. So I have five tips that I really wanna go over to help you get out of that rut if you find yourself in it. So the first one, I want you to remember that ruts happen. They are normal. When you are doing anything for an extended period of time, a rut will happen. It is normal. It doesn't mean something's broken. It doesn't mean it's time to change necessarily. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's doomed for failure. It just means it's normal. You've been doing something for an extended period of time. Us as fucking humans, we like something new, something fresh, right? We like, you know, to keep things interesting and if something feels monotonous or routine or just like lackluster we get kind of bleh about it which creates the rut which creates people stepping out right let's take the example of a marriage right like if you've been married for an extended period of time it's possible most likely that you've gotten into a rut, right? If it's you fall into roommate status or, you know, you guys like start bickering a lot or you just kind of dread whatever, right? You've, you've found yourself in a rut, but you don't just give up, right? No, because you made the commitment and you signed up for that. So you guys work on finding ways, right? Spicing it up, adding, talking, communicating, putting more effort into it. So why is it our first instinct when we're faced with a rut when it comes to our fitness or nutrition or, you know, something that is easier to give up that our first option is to give up, right? Or we start getting in our head. Oh, well, it must not be meant to be. Oh, I'm never going to get there. Oh, this is so boring. Oh, like I'm not motivated, right? A lot of us will lean on that lack of motivation when we're in a rut. Y'all, can we just fucking remember? I, I said motivation is a word that you're not allowed to say around me because it's literally non-existent, right? Like let's not rely on the motivation, but you know, like we're so quick to give up on ourselves when we get in a rut. So I just want you to first allow yourself to say, okay, you know what? This is normal. It's normal for me not to be as excited for my workouts. It's normal for me to start like kind of like not feeling them as much as I was. It's normal for me to not feel that hype, right? Because the new is worn off. It's getting routine oriented at some point maybe if you've been doing the same thing over and over and over again for an extended period of time it gets a little monotonous so I want you to think you know what if it's feeling that way that just means it's time to add a little bit of spice right add a little bit of spice think when you're in a marriage what do you do if you're in a rut right you guys reconnect maybe in the bedroom or you read a book together or you know you had something fun and you go on more date nights you try something new I want you to take that same approach with your fitness, right? Adding a little bit of spice, not just saying fuck it, but saying, okay, I'm not feeling this. What can I do to spice it up a little bit, to add that exciting element, to get me ready and willing and able and feeling it again, okay? So that's the first one is I want you to know that it does not mean you need to take a break from doing it if you're in a rut. It doesn't mean you need to give up. It just means you need to change things up a little bit. Put a little bit more effort into it to make it 
fun. Alrighty, y'all. Number two, ask yourself, what types of workouts have you been doing? Maybe your rut is coming from doing the same thing over and over and over again for a very long period of time, right? So maybe you have been doing CrossFit for like two years and you're just like burnt out on it, right? Ask yourself, maybe it's just time to change it up. So if you've been doing like CrossFit, maybe something that would interest you like dance fitness or Pilates or, you know, going and trying running or doing walks, changing it up a little bit. Remember, y'all, the goal is movement. The goal is movement. That doesn't mean you have to do the same type of movement. And so maybe it just means it's time to change directions and change the type of workout you're doing for a little while. That is why I I love the workouts that I do. I, you know, if I'm not feeling a certain program, so like if I'm lifting and I'm just like in a rut and I'm feeling out of it, we have dance workouts, we have Pilates workouts, we have like hit cardio workouts, we have, you know, like live workouts. We have so many different options that anytime I'm in a rut, anytime that I'm feeling like, okay, I'm just not into this right now. I'm like, okay, let me find something I am into, right? You can either find solutions or you can find excuses. You can't find both simultaneously. So if you're stuck in a negative mindset of this is unfair, I hate this, I'm only one in a rut, I'm only like, I'm never gonna get there, I'm never gonna get results. If you're constantly thinking negatively, you're gonna get a negative outcome. But if you say, you know what, I'm just not feeling this. And that is okay. I don't have to stick with the program I'm doing. I don't have to stick with the workout I'm doing. The goal is movement in its simplistic form. And I can do any type of movement. So maybe that day you didn't want to do a CrossFit workout. You just go on a walk. Adding that little bit of change and that little bit of variety can really spice it up and make you excited for fitness again. So I will say the first thing I always tell myself is, okay, what do I feel like doing right now, right? Like not doing it is not an option. Like you never give that an option to yourself, but I can change it up, right? The plan can change. The goal doesn't have to. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a really important lesson to learn. Look at the previous podcast episode from this. But remember, the plan can change. The goal doesn't have to. So if you wake up and you're just like, I am not feeling this, or you've been, you know, white knuckling your way through your workouts that whole week and you're just dreading them, y'all. You will get so much more out of a workout that you don't dread than one you do. Because if we, if we all, have we all been there where we're like dreading a workout and we just half-ass it the whole time because we're just in a negative mind space? Or you could change it up and just like do something different that makes you excited and makes you happy. Maybe you join a friend at the gym or you join a friend for a dance class or something like that. Just remembering the only goal is movement. So changing it up, knowing that you don't have to do the same workout all the time. That is one reason I hated the gym for so long is because I didn't really have a lot of like knowledge when it came to gym equipment and stuff. So I was always doing the same thing, right? Starting on the tread, starting on the elliptical, going to the treadmill, going and doing the like leg pressy thingy while I'm texting on my phone. And like every single day I would do that. No fucking shit I would get in a rut because I'm doing the exact same thing every single day. So making sure you have, remember y'all, variety is the spice of life and we wanna add a little bit of spice. So making sure that you change up the different types of workouts. Number three, if you're in a nutrition rut, I want you to ask yourself first this. 
Am I willing to put in the extra time to try new recipes, right? I think a lot of us get in these nutrition ruts and we don't really ask ourselves like, okay, everybody says, oh, you're in a nutrition rut, just try new recipes, just try different things. Okay, yes, that's all fine and dandy, but are we willing to put in the time it takes to do that, right? The time it takes to review, like to search recipes, then go to the supermarket, then get the stuff. And if you're an awful cook like me to actually try to cook it, like, are we unwilling to invest in putting effort into that? And if the answer is no, then that option is not going to be for you. Me, nine times out of 10, when I'm in a nutrition rut, I don't feel like doing that still. Like I fucking hate cooking. So like I always have heavy rotation meals. So if I'm in a nutrition rut, I usually say, okay, no, I'm not willing to do that. So then the second option is, okay, if you're not willing to do that, right, then I want you to ask yourself this. Are you willing to outsource, right? Maybe you can outsource your meals, get a meal delivery service for a little while to add that variety to your to your life, right? Maybe you can try Factor Meals or Evolve or any of those other different meal prep services to add that different variety to get you excited about nutrition again and give you healthy options. But even if that doesn't interest you, right, and you go out, going out and making it fun to try to find new healthier options out to eat, so then you have that in your arsenal. Y'all, I am telling you, there is no fucking excuse anymore for nutrition. Like everywhere we turn, there are amazing, delicious, healthier options that you can try at like Wendy's, there's tons of different salads at freaking Zaxby's. There's dip, like grilled chicken sandwiches, different salads. You can go to like Chili's or Applebee's or any of these places nowadays and get healthier options. It all boils down to your discipline within yourself. And so if you're in a nutrition rut, yeah, stop forcing yourself to eat shit you don't want to eat. No wonder we're bored with our food if you're eating fucking bland chicken and broccoli every day. Trust me, I did that for a year and it just ended in a binge and gaining more weight than I lost. It's not fucking worth it. Making food exciting, making food interesting is what's going to keep you out of a nutrition rut. So what I do is I have heavy rotation meals, right? I have meals that we eat weekly that me and my family enjoy, right? Like hamburgers and air fried wings and stuff like that. But what I'll also do is if I find a recipe that I really like and it might not be the healthiest, I'll make tweaks to make it for myself and then I'll try it out, right? Like don't feel like you have to be super like, okay, I have to do it this way. No, y'all, there's no right way to nutrition or wrong way to nutrition. Like the best way to nutrition for you is the way that works best for you and your family. And if that means you doing little tweaks here and there to recipes that you don't stress out and you don't get in a nutrition rut, then do that. It's what you can do consistently and long-term that's going to get you the best results. And so for me specifically, for my family, doing heavy rotation meals, right? Like the typical meals that we like works for us and helps me not get in a rut and find myself through a drive-thru ordering a double cheeseburger and french fries, right? Going on Pinterest and at like searching easy healthy recipes, I only do one a week. That is like my limit. I will only try one new recipe a week to ensure that I don't get stressed out because on the other end of a rut can be nutrition stress out and it's equally as detrimental to your journey. So just knowing that y'all, there are options when it comes to nutrition ruts, right? There's options, trying new recipes, putting that time into there, going and pulling recipes out of your arsenal that you and your family did or outsourcing your meal prep. So 
trying those different things. Now, number four is asking yourself why why you're doing this. I know like this is so overused, right? Like find your why, why are you? But seriously, it is the way I see it. The longer we're in this journey, the easier it is to kind of get kind of taken away from our why, right? Like it's not the center of our focus anymore. We start focusing on aesthetics. We start focusing on, you know, constantly chasing the goal and the inches and all that stuff that sometimes we need to be brought back to reality and reminding ourselves that it is so much more than losing weight. This is so much more than changing our outside. Like we got to really hone in on why are we doing this that's above aesthetic purposes? Because I don't care how much you want to lose weight, y'all. At the end of the day, that is not what's going to keep you going when you're in a rut. The desire to change your body out of hatred, the desire to make yourself smaller is not a big enough reason to keep you going when you're in a rut. I don't care what you say if you argue with me. It's a fact. It's proven time and time and time and time again when we're focusing so much solely on weight, what happens when we don't see results? We just get discouraged and we give up, right? When we're in a rut and we're just like exhausted, losing weight at that point is very uninteresting. So just reminding yourself that it is so important to remember your why, the positive ones, right? Focus on the positives, what this is going to give to your life versus what it's you're wanting to change your life out of a negative space, right? So really focusing on that, focusing on, okay, so how is my life going to be better if I keep pushing through this rut versus how is it going to be if I give up right now, right? I always say, I always knew what giving up felt like. Let me see what pushing through feels like. And so I have a few tips on how to find the joy in the journey again, how to get yourself out of that rut and realign yourself and really find the joy in it. My first one is stop tracking for results for a bit. So many times our rut stems from one, yes, the monotony of it, but also the numbers, right? Being so obsessed with the numbers. Am I getting these results? Am I losing this weight? Am I losing these inches? Just stop tracking for results for a little bit. Take a break, a month long break. Just stop tracking for the results so you can really find the joy in the movement again. You can really just start doing things because they feel good. They're working with you mentally and all that stuff. The third one is stop weighing yourself. Y'all, I am telling you the quickest way to find yourself in a rut, in a negative mind space is to weigh yourself constantly. Nothing good ever comes from it. I literally tell my girls like weighing yourself in the first, like I run monthly boot camps, right? And so I tell myself weighing yourself within the first 30 to 60 days, I don't recommend. And I also don't recommend if you're struggling with consistency to weigh yourself then. Honestly, I don't recommend it ever, but definitely during those times. So if you find yourself in a rut, like hide your scale, hide your tape measure, like stop tracking stop doing everything so like meticulously and just do it for fun right and the third one is make it simple right find joy in the simplicity of movement whatever you feel like doing that day just do that if it's just a walk if it's just a 30 minute run if it's just doing a yoga a run, like a weight session whatever the case may be look at all movement as equal movement right because we're not tracking anything hell even stop tracking your watch workouts like just stop stressing about all the numbers and get down to the bare bones basic right the simplicity of 
Movement equals endorphins, which equals happiness. And really find joy and happiness in that movement again. So if you find yourself in a rut, once you realign yourself with why you're doing this, I want you to find the joy by stop tracking for a little while, at least 30 days. If you really find yourself in one of those heavy duty ruts, 30 days, spend 30 days not tracking, like not even your Apple watch. Don't track anything, not weighing yourself and then making it simple, just choosing movement for joy. And I promise you y'all, it will change the game for you. And the number five is like with anything y'all, we just got to remember nothing changes unless something changes. At the end of the day, the only person that can get yourself out of a rut is you. You have to make that intentional decision that you're worth fighting for. You're worth not giving up. You're worth the effort it takes to get yourself out of this. Redirect, don't quit, right? Say it with me, y'all. Redirect, don't quit. Redirect, don't quit. I don't give a fuck if you have to take yourself and slow yourself way down. I don't give a fuck if you just like do yoga every day. Do not quit because the second you do, it makes it a whole hell of a lot harder to start back. So if you find yourself in that rut, reminding yourself, yes, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to like, like take a chill pill for a minute and do some easier workouts to not track, to not really be focused on transformation rather than just finding joy in the movements, but it's never okay to quit. Quitting is not an option. It's off the freaking table. And once you make that not an option, your brain automatically starts trying to find solutions to get yourself out of that rut. And so just reminding yourself that this is normal. It's natural. It happens to all of us. Even the most successful people find themselves in a fitness rut. They just allow themselves to not be demolished by it, right? They allow themselves to not be torn down by it, but rather finding opportunity in the rut to change things up and add spice to it, right? So like anytime I find myself really in a bad fitness rut, I add more runs to it. If I find myself in a running rut, I just stop running for training and I just run to run, doing the things that brings me joy, right? If I find myself in my beach body workouts in a rut, I'll like change the entire type I'm doing it. I'll do my bike or I'll do something else. Y'all remember, the goal is just movement. That's the goal. Movement is the goal. Anything other than that, it doesn't matter. So just kind of focus on that. Focus on my goal is 30 minutes of movement every day. It doesn't matter how I'm getting it. It just matters that I am. And the more that you keep in simple, I'm telling y'all, the more success you will see. That is something I see time and time again is people just over fucking complicate this shit, right? Like they just make it way more complicated than it has to be. They're always so focused on, I got to lose this weight. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. No, you just got to move. You got to stay consistent. You got to stay in a good mind space and you got to keep working consistently at it long term. That's the only thing you got to do everything else you'll figure it out as you go so just don't overcomplicate this don't feel like you have to keeping it simple remember y'all stop tracking don't track your macros don't track your calories don't track your points don't track your containers don't track anything like find the joy in just food and movement and happiness and it will put your mental space in such a good place and once you get back in that good place then you can add back what you want to do okay let me go over the five things again and then we'll boot scoot and boogie all right so the first one is remind yourself that ruts happen 
happened. They are normal. That doesn't mean you need to give up. It just means you need to add a little bit of spice. Number two is asking yourself what type of workouts you're doing. If you've been doing it for a long term, maybe that means changing up the workouts to find joy in different types of movement. Number three is if you're in a nutrition rut, ask yourself one, if you're willing to try new recipes and put more effort in the kitchen. If not, then find a way to outsource. If that means getting meal delivery services or trying HelloFresh or something like that. And then number four is asking yourself why you're doing this, really realigning yourself with your why. Is it, you know, to have better health? Is it to keep up with your babies? Is it for all these different reasons, right? And really dig deeper those reasons that are not aesthetic and make sure they're in a positive manner, right? It's not about what you can lose, but rather what you can gain out of fitness. And then find the joy in it again, right? Stop tracking for results, right? Stop tracking your macros, stop tracking your workouts, stop tracking everything. Just find joy in the movement, stop weighing yourself, and then making it simple. And then number five is like with anything, y'all, we've just got to remember that nothing changes unless something changes. We are only, we're the only people that are responsible for getting ourselves out of this rut. So we need to change things up or nothing will ever change. So anyways, that is what I've got for you guys today. We're not going to do a Q&A today because I'm running a little bit short on time. So we will do um, extra Q&A the next episode. So if you have any questions that you want to ask me, make sure you email that to be that pod at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to answer those on the next podcast episode. And before you go, please do me a huge favor and rate and review the podcast where you're streaming it. If it's on Spotify or Apple, it really does help the podcast grow. And I love to read them so much. Share on your Instagram stories to help your friends get out of a rut. And I promise I will be sending DMs back. I love to chat with you guys in those. So anyways, I'm going to leave you like I leave you every single week and a world full of bitches. Be that bitch, whatever that bitch is to you. I love y'all and I'll see you next Wednesday.